Bidzy Small Business Society, number 15. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Today on Bidzy Small Business Society, I am pleased to introduce Nico Brenner. An engineer turned entrepreneur, Nico currently resides in San Francisco and is the co-founder of Fasubo, which means forget the suggestion box. Through his company, Nico is changing the way businesses receive and act on customer feedback. Welcome to our show, Nico. Can you tell us more first about yourself than about your business? Uh, sure. Uh, thank you, Rob, first uh, for having me here. Um, I'm very happy to uh, be able to share what uh, I've been learning so far with Fasubo. I started, I started my first company in college a long time ago, long, long time ago, uh, with a few friends. And uh, since then, I was fascinated with entrepreneurship, with you know, starting companies, with with programming. Uh, with software and uh, and I I've stuck with it you know ever since and then um, I'm originally from from Chile so um, my dream was always to go to Silicon Valley be in California you know be in San Francisco and be kind of like a create a Silicon Valley company that's kind of like the American dream and so I I did that a few years ago I started uh, Fusubo in San Francisco. And uh, that's what I'm currently doing. Sure. So with Fasubo, you know, it's, it's sort of geared towards retail. What was your specific experience in retail where you sort of saw an opening and decided to take the entrepreneurial plunge with that business? I didn't have any experience in retail at all. Um, it was my wife that had a lot of experience in retail. She used to own a food truck business. So she had a few food trucks in, in L.A. and also in San Francisco. And she would spend a lot of time looking at reviews on Yelp. And it would drive her mad that these reviews had kind of like no way of uh, knowing who they were attributed to, you know, and, and, and how to improve your business. You know, people would say stuff like, oh, I, I, I didn't get a smile or uh, they were rude to me. Or, you know, the, the truck closed early or something like that. But it wasn't on the day and you didn't know who was working the truck at what time. And, um, and so then it's really hard to make changes and it's really hard to improve. And it's also really hard to see what's actually working in terms of, you know, how happy your customers are. So she had this great need to be able to act on the feedback that she was re- receiving through Yelp. And, and she was frustrated because Yelp wouldn't allow her to do that. And, uh, and so together we started working on this idea and, um, and then we came up with Fusubo. So did, at that point, did you apply those methods to her food trucks or did you guys both take the plunge together into the new business? She was actually closing 
the food truck. And then around that same time, I decided to like give it a try to the idea of creating software that would allow you to act on, on customer feedback. And I participated in a hackathon in, in Chile called Angel Hack. And this hackathon has uh, different chapters uh, across. At that time, it was 35 different cities around the world. And we won the local chapter. And then after that, uh, we went to the finals in San Francisco. And then in San Francisco, we won again. And in between the two, the two contests, there were three months in which you had to build your business. And then during that time, uh, Misa decided to, to join uh, in, in the sales side, you know, because given that we had won you know, the, the software competition with her idea, then of course it made sense for her to you know, start building it. And then within those three months, she actually got um, about seven clients, I think. And so when we got to the final, you know, we already had clients, we had a working product, so it, it, was, it was great. That three-month window sounded like a good test uh, of your methods. Nico, your company is rocking, and you're also an angel investor. What's got you most excited today? What gets you out of bed every morning? What gets me out of bed every morning? Uh, being happy, trying to be happy. I, I think that companies in general that try to make their customers uh, happy are companies that are sort of like bound to succeed. And I, I think I have this sort of like, philosophy that, you know, if I'm happy, then I'm able to make our people happy, especially the people that I work with every day, right? Now, if those people are happy, then they can make our company's customers happy. If our customers are happy, they're, they're going to want us to be happy as well. You know, so as long as we keep, in a way, everybody else's interest in mind, you know, they'll reciprocate. And uh, I, I, I think you know, it kind of like pays itself forward. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you talk about keeping your customers happy, but I think you also talk about keeping your employees happy. Like your purpose sort of revolves around creating a customer service culture from within. But what are some of the challenges that managers will face in getting buy-in from their employees? And further, what challenges do you face when you're presenting these new ideas to your clients? So in terms of the... The, the managers and uh, with, the, with the people that are getting feedback, uh, the main challenge I would say is at first for them to see feedback as something useful to them. Um, because what these people are mostly used to is the, um, let's say you're a salesperson and you're at the store and you're doing a very good job. Uh, you're selling very well. You're treating your customers very well. And then all of a sudden, there's a rude customer or there's a situation that maybe you make a mistake and you, know, you don't handle it properly. And then your manager walks by and sees this. And then afterwards, you get scolded for that one time that you had an issue. You know? And you don't get a pat in the back for every single time that you did it right. Now, our software allows them to see that. It, it makes it very explicit how good of a job uh, the, the people sort of like in the front line of the business are doing, you know, you can see that actually this is an impressive statistic. 95% of the feedback is positive. So 
overwhelmingly, people feel very good when they leave a store. It's just that most people don't go back to tell you. And how much of an impact does that have when uh, people actually give a voice to how they're feeling, right? So it's amazing because people really express what, what they feel through the feedback. And we've seen amazing comments. I mean, imagine 95% positive. You see some great things. People that truly feel like they were uh, so like serviced by a superhero, you know? Right, right. And Nico, just to the second part of the question, what sort of challenges do you face in trying to get buy-in from your own clients? The main thing is showing them that the, there's an actual correlation between money and good service. Business owners, of course, are always uh, keeping the numbers in mind and they want to make sure that their company is making money, right? And so a lot of times spending money in software or anything really that uh, targets customer service seems like a luxury. Why not spend it in something else that, you know, directly uh, targets sales, you know, or why don't target something that is hurting us right now and re reduce costs, you know? So, so customer experience, customer feedback, good service usually is seen by companies sort of like a, as this big cost that, you know, it's kind of like the necessary evil they need to incur in to be able to sell, right? So I would say that that might be, you know, the, the biggest friction for some people. Uh, but once they see the value, once they start using Fasubo, once they start seeing how good of a job they're already doing, and, and once they start seeing the 95% positive feedback that shows them, which things they're doing very well and that they should focus on those, then they see the value of it. And they see how quickly it drives revenue because when you see that people are happier or buy more when you smile at them, it's such a simple thing, right? Then you're like, okay, let's train everybody to smile, you know? Also, you can do things like... Um, you, you can check uh, training. So, for example, let's say you want to push um, add-on sales in a mobile store, right? So you want to sell something additional to uh, this, the cell phone that you're selling. Now you want to offer... I've done a little bit of that. <laughs> so <laughs> so you're, okay, you're very familiar with this thing, right? Yeah. So sales is a numbers game, right? So basically, um, the more you offer something, the more you'll be able to sell it, right? So then uh, a big problem that a lot of companies have is that sometimes they don't offer what they have. And so you need to keep reminding the, the salesperson to always offer the things that the, the company can sell. And so just by asking the customer after the transaction where they were offered a certain product keeps the salespeople accountable and on their feet about offering their products. And that drives revenue like crazy. Absolutely, it does. And I always said on the sales floor, Nico, that you are doing your customers a disservice by not giving them all of the options that are available to them in your store. You're totally right. Now, Nico, I want to talk about your own success. What does that really look like to you? What are some of the rewards that you take away from owning your own business? I thought originally before starting my own company that, that owning my own business would be very liberating, you know, in the sense that 
oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be my own boss. And I'm going to be able to hang out with all my friends, uh, <laughs> go on vacation wherever I want. You know, I have this sort of like fantasy. Like we learned and, pretty quick. It's not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But not only is that easy, is that, you know, that's the fantasy of someone who doesn't really care really about what they're building, you know, because in the end, what you need to be happy about is not the daydreaming of doing other stuff, but you need to be really happy doing whatever business you're building. So you need to like to come into the office. You need to like to, you know, talk to the people that you're working with. You need to like, you know, uh, achieving your goals. You need to like uh, overcoming all the problems that come up every single day. You know, that's, that's been an incredible learning. And uh, I, I think that's where the value is, more kind of like in the character building and, and, and learning how to kind of like roll with the punches, you know? Absolutely. So, Nico, you're helping businesses retain their own customers, but what exactly are you doing to ensure that they stay on board with you? Or are you simply providing results that they, they can't live without? Help our listeners understand how you're expanding your customer base so they can hopefully do the same. So we are, um, we're trying a lot of different things. I would say there's no kind of like silver bullet. You just need to keep trying things every single day. And every customer is different. So our main product really helps these companies make more sales, improve their customer service, and, and get a very detailed view of how their company is performing in kind of like at their front line where they are meeting their customers, which is a really important interface for, for a company. Now, in terms of retention of those companies, Pretty much everyone stays on board once they see the value and, and how much better they're doing with Fosubo. However, we're always trying new things. We're always uh, tweaking the product. We're always adding features to uh, make it easier for them to deal with any uh, sort of like issues uh, with their customers. We're making it easier for them to reach out to their customers. We're making it easier to kind of like see an overall picture. So one thing that we just started working on that I'm very excited about is that uh, we're starting to analyze this massive database of uh, comments and reviews that we have for all these companies. And we're starting to learn the specific situations and the specific words in the comments that are associated with a positive or negative experience and that gives us a really good overview of uh, a company a region or a store specific problems and needs which um, in turns will allow these companies to make very good strategic decisions about what to focus on what to improve on you know without needing to uh, kind of go into the detail of every single transaction so you're, it seems like you're doing a pretty deep analysis there, but I think a lot of this stuff you can look at simply by looking at uh, just quick and easy numbers. Nico, what is NPS and how does NPS translate to areas outside of retail? Uh, so NPS uh, stands for Net Promoter Score and uh, Net Promoter Score is, is quickly or has quickly sort of like become the standard for um, kind of like measuring customer experience. 
And uh, the way it works is that you ask people where they would recommend or how likely they are to recommend your business to other people. And then they rate you on a scale of one to 10. And so based on that, there's a specific formula that gives you kind of like a percentage of people that are your promoters, people that you know, would promote your business, that are really happy with your business. And uh, so it's, it's really cool, actually, because it's a very simple, very straightforward and direct way of understanding uh, how people perceive you and, and your brand. Um, so there are many ways of using this. One way that people use it is by focusing on the detractors instead. So if you see people that are rating you very low on, uh, on the MPS question, then you could say, okay, why are they rating us very low? Uh, so, for example, on the Fosubo survey that customers get uh, after they do a transaction at the store, we ask them the NPS question. The cool thing is that there are other questions linked to the NPS score to the same survey. So then you can see what are the sort of like reasons or, or, or drivers for NPS. Um, so you can see which things are specifically linked to NPS at um, at each store or for the whole company or for for each region. Nico, are you saying that you ask a few questions before you ask the final NPS question? So we have two similar sort of like NPS questions. Uh, one is um, a direct NPS question, which is kind of like what you recommend. And then the other one is about overall experience. Uh, we ask one in the beginning and then one at the end and then in between, we have our questions about the experience of the store, um, profession, uh, professionalism, device setup. Um, depending on the company, we'll ask different things. We'll ask questions like the, the one we were talking about before where you ask the, the customer where they were offered a certain product or service. And does that depend largely on maybe what the company wants to measure as well? For sure. You can construct it in a certain exactly. way? Exactly. I mean, that's, that's a great observation. Um, the company can tailor their survey to whatever they want to measure. And then uh, they can even have different surveys per store. They can have different surveys per, per region or per district or depending on the size of the company. And so they can measure different things depending on what they feel that they, they need to measure and improve on. One of the biggest things I learned on the retail floor was to simply ask for the number 10 to get that best customer service score that I possibly could. And if somebody wasn't prepared to give me a 10, I would just ask them like, hey, look, what can I do right now to ensure that you walk out of here feeling like you got 10 out of 10 service? And usually I would get that. Okay, we'll finish up with a few more questions after some words from our sponsor. Finzi.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, are you tired of scrambling on the phone searching for someone to complete your project? Are you tired of tedious internet searches trying to connect with a service provider who may or may not be available to help you with your projects? Try Bidzy. Post your projects for free at Bidzy.com and we will connect you with respected local businesses who will bid on your projects. Everything from home renovation and auto repair to handyman and cleaning services. Post your projects for free, sit back and let local businesses come to you. 
businesses, are you trying to find a way to expand your customer base without breaking the bank? Finding new customers and marketing your business is expensive and time-consuming. Try Bidzy. Bidzy notifies you each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. Submit your bid, win the project, gain a new customer relationship. Sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com to connect with new customers and grow your business. Now, Nico, I just want to ask you a few questions so that our audience can get to know a little bit more about your personal interests. Nico, what type of cell phone do you use? I use, uh, I have two phones, actually. I have an iPhone 5 and a Nexus 5. What type of car do you drive? I don't drive. I mean, I don't own a car. Yeah. <laughs> use transit or bike. Is that right? I either bike or uh, or transit or walk or uh, Uber. Uh, what is your favorite vacation spot? Favorite vacation spot? I would say south of Chile. Do you have a favorite book right now? Yes. Uh, I have two favorite books. One is called um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I don't know if you've heard of it, uh, Dale Carnegie. Uh, I think I, I've heard of that one. <laughs> uh, and uh, the other one is uh, The Charisma Myth. It's a very good book, highly recommended. Um, similar to the How to Win Friends and Influence People. Very fascinating. Great. What is your favorite meal, Nico? Depends on how I'm feeling. Right now, I think I would go for a big burger. <laughs> and besides our show, what is your favorite podcast? Ooh, um, I really, really, besides your show, I really like uh, This American Life on NPR. So I have a few more questions. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about creating a positive culture that is geared toward customer service and customer experience? I would say just keep trying and put a smile on your face um, and then measure. If you don't measure, then you never know where you're doing well or bad. So unless you have something to measure against, then you're never going to know if you're making progress. It all starts with a smile. Nico, what does the future look like for Fusubo? The future of Fusubo looks uh, very, very bright, I would say, uh, right now. Um, we're in over a thousand stores. Um, we've been mainly focused so far in the mobile industry. Uh, we're expanding beyond that. Uh, we're doing a lot of different things uh, it's kind of crazy that the, the types of stores that we're, we're in, like we're at a mattress store, uh, whether we're at a stores of companies that people thought that they had gone bankrupt, like uh, Radio Shack. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're expanding pretty quickly. Um, we're always figuring things out, um, but people really like to get good service and business owners really love to make money, especially if they're providing you know, great service. Nico, it was great hearing a little more about Fasubo today, and we're definitely going to look forward to hearing more in the future. If people want to learn more today, how can they find you? Um, they can find the company at fasubo.com, F-O-S-U-B-O.com. And if 
anybody wants to ask me any questions or anything, you can just write to me at uh, Nico, N-I-C-O, at fasupa.com. Nico, thank you for spending some of your time with us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Take care. Thank you, Rob. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thanks for joining me today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Visit Bidzy.com for more information on how you can grow your small business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.